angry, flawed, bossy, less than, sexual, dark-skinned, ashy. Words used to usually describe the black woman, not from the black woman. On this episode, you will find out how society views black women and how we view ourselves. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Pocket of Change, the podcast. It's your girl, Leisha, the creator of Pocket of Change, the motivational speaking platform, also known as a way to inspire, uplift, and encourage millennials of today. So let's go ahead and get into the episode. Today, I actually was presented with this topic from one of my Instagram followers, and she basically just sent me a topic and I felt like it was necessary to talk about. So this episode is really about the stigmas that society says about black women, from the media to verbally in passing to the workplace to friend groups, all of the above. What challenges as black women we have faced? And when I say we, you're going to hear some other people on this episode. So stay tuned for that. But then you'll also hear me uh, talk about my personal experiences. Okay, we're now going to do what is called like a table talk. And so everyone around me is going to introduce themselves. And then we're going to go ahead and go through the conversation. So go ahead, y'all. Hey, my name is Nye. Hey, it's Imani. Hey, it's Tia. Oh, they were actually nice. I thought y'all were going to, like, do this ratchet, ex- explicit. Hey, um, intro- money. Yeah, like, <laughs> whole intro, like, from the bank head or something. I don't know, something crazy. But, uh, I don't know. That was first thing that came to my mind. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> um, but I asked them prior to uh, the podcast how they felt about being a black woman in America. And so right now is going to be the conversation that we talk about. So I guess I'll start a little bit. I feel like me and Imani talked about it a little bit over the phone that we don't necessarily think about being black. We just are. So um, until someone draws attention to it is when I feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm somebody different. So the question I want to ask y'all is how did y'all feel growing up being a black girl? I'll start. This is Tia. Um, growing up, it was more so like I, in my eyes, I see myself as a as a black girl. But everyone kept seeing me as a mixed girl because my eyes, I had light eyes, my hair was curly, and I didn't have like my hair was very different from everybody. So like my mom was like, even though even though you have light eyes and everything, you have light skin, you're still a black girl. Society is going to view it view you as that so it used to be kind of annoying and like frustrating growing up as a kid because it was okay you're light-skinned you're mixed you're not black enough and that was like the big problem Mm -hmm. but I'm like society is going to view me as black and like I'm beautiful in my own skin so that was my struggle and everything is growing up for me growing up as a black girl um I never really understood that I was black until I moved to Paulding County Georgia and that's when I lived in a predominantly white area and I think that's when I realized like wow I'm black like and it was kind of like a big wake up but I still felt like I was a normal person in the world like I never felt like I was discredited or I didn't have the same potential or same um you know contributed the same amount as someone else that was not black or whatever um but I feel like once I came to Clark Atlanta University as an adult 
um, that's when it kind of changed. Like, it was like, I was black, but I was in a different type of black. I was in an area where you were more up echelon black people. So, not to say that people here aren't up echelon, but it was an exposure of people like, the simple things like, you ain't never seen school days before. Like, no, because I've never... And your black card is, like, revoked, <laughs> air quotes. Because you've never seen, like, some of those... Black or your favorite movie is not loving basketball. Like, <laughs> like, some of those things, like, where people was like, that's what that was a norm. Like, that was a culture norm. Like, you didn't watch that show? Like, no, my mom only allowed me to watch Disney Channel. She mm-hmm. never allowed me to watch Cartoon Network because that was never, like, a thing. that We just couldn't watch that. People like, you ain't see Ed, Ed, and Eddie? Like, no. Like, i never seen that. <laughs> so, it was just a lot of things. Like, I feel like once I got into my adulthood, I'm like, wow, did I not... Not really lived the black lifestyle as a young girl, but I didn't have that exposure, so I got the card. Um, for me, I've, I guess I never really thought about being black. I mean, that sounds horrible until I went to college and I went to Central Michigan University, which is a PWI in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Very small town, very white town. Um, and so I there I was the only black girl in my classes in um, campus. I mean, it wasn't a lot of us. Like every black person knew each other, literally. Um, and so it was just, it was kind of, it was hard, but I learned, I learned how to be black, if that makes sense. Like how to appreciate being black and knowing I need to, I need to stand up for myself and, um, on behalf of my, my own race. So, um, that's where I learned that. And then moving to Atlanta, I, it was also another culture shock because I'm like, wow, now I, now I am around black people and seeing the many things that we do, um, not only as women but are black males as well because we're always looked down on especially in corporate America so um it's actually really cool being black (laughs) so I feel like when I was growing up I had to shy away from being black like um I wouldn't necessarily say I was changed my voice but I didn't necessarily want to be black because it was in opposition to everybody I was around. I would go to a black church, but the schools that I went to were all around white people. I actually went to a school that was called Whitfield Academy, but spelled like Whitefield, and it was truly what is called a white field. I was the only black girl there, and so I felt like I couldn't accomplish everything that everybody else around me could accomplish. So I started thinking, like, if I'm black, that all people are are less than because there's not enough of us here at this school so I guess the black people are not smart or black people don't have these opportunities Mm -hmm. until I got to like um college is when I started seeing like black entrepreneurs I started seeing black educated women men all of the above and so that is what really was like okay black is beautiful Mm -hmm. so that I love about being black is that um I feel like everybody's afraid of us um when you look at society right now every company is scared to mess up we're literally on we're the we're the lower class but we are the masses and we make up a large percentage of if you a company is not doing what we want them to do we will negate that company we will not support them Mm -hmm. so we have companies that are really like let's uplift black culture although people like look at it as as dumb capitalizing Mm -hmm. that should be a way for us to say well we're so respected that people do not want to downplay our race or our culture because the fact that they are will be impacted during their profit or whatever the case may be so i like that one negative word that descri- that people in society describe black women as. I'm going to say uneducated. It's a stereotype. Angry. Wow. We describe black women as being angry all the time. When it's more so Passionate. When somebody that's Latina, then, oh, their attitude is spicy. Oh. But when you're describing a black woman, oh, she's a mad black woman. Right. When really we're just passionate about what we do. 
one negative word that descri- that people in society describe black women as. I'm going to say uneducated. It's a stereotype. Angry. Wow. We describe black women as being angry all the time when it's more so passionate. Somebody that's Latina, then, oh, their attitude is spicy. Oh. But when you're describing a black woman, oh, she's a mad black woman. Right. When really we're just passionate about what we do and what we believe in. Say your name. Royale. Yeah. I have one. It's not. It's not bad on us, but other people may look at us. We're we're too ind- independent, or we're too we're we're mm-hmm. loud, and it's not. It's just like I think you guys said. We're, we're just passionate about the things that we do, and I mean, it's nothing wrong with being independent, no, no matter if you're married or not. Um, and so just to close it out, I think the whole point of this podcast is just to basically reflect on how we think about ourselves as black women but also to educate other black women who might be tuning into this podcast that like there's some other black women out there who think that they're dope and think that you're dope so uh yeah that's it y'all can laugh now (laughs) this is the part of the episode called let's talk about it where I talk about anything and everything. It's one thing y'all love about being black. Um, and it doesn't have to be extremely detailed, just something simple or explicit. I mean, like, or ex- um, exploring a long dissertation. It doesn't really matter. But my favorite thing about being black is the diversity that we have within who we are, from our hair to um, what part of the world we're from or... Um, the type of relationships, I feel like black women are um, go-getters. And so that's one thing I love about being black. Um, one thing I love about being black is that like we make our own field and everything. We set our own standards that we always try to think outside the box. We don't try to be the same. And that's one thing I love about us. And we're all different. Also, we all don't look the same. Mm-hmm. Like just normally, you know, if you see other race, they all look the same. You you can tell. Like we're all, even though we all look different and everything, like we're, we're different, but we're all beautiful. From the little boy being on H&M and everybody doesn't want to shop at H&M to Nike supporting um, Kaepernick. Like, everyone's so pro-Nike. Like, I think that just takes a strong initiative of how people look at the black culture and look at the black community and say that they, like, make up a large percentage of how we're um, getting our revenue or our profit. And I think everyone is just afraid of us. And we just have to utilize that power and see it within ourselves to say that these people are afraid of us. We need to uplift ourselves more to say that we can do more and we can be better. Um, for me, one of the many things I agree with you guys, but also um, that we we hustle, we grind, um, we always if we if we know we want to make it to the top, we're gonna make it to the top. We all, for the most part, started from quote unquote the bottom, and so if nothing has been handed to us, as in like with other races, things are handed to them. If their family has, is rich, like they're just they're set, and um, like generation after generation for them, for us, it's not set up like that for us. We have to grind for what we want. Thank y'all for tuning in to Pocket of Change, the podcast, recorded every Sunday for listeners just like you. Once again, I say, stay wise, stay humble, and always stay lifted.